Welcome to That's Barely a Game, a podcast of inspiring advice from aspiring designers. On That's Barely a Game, we sit down with game designers at the early stages of their career and tell their story. Why do they love games? Why do they design games? What do they struggle with and what do they want to accomplish? All this and more on That's Barely a Game. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another uh, solo episode of That's Barely a Game. Uh, Today, unfortunately, we are once again listening to just me. And the reason being this time around is that uh, in the town where I live, we continue to have some pretty strict uh, lockdowns in place. And um, what that's meant is that for the foreseeable future, my children are doing online school. And I don't like online school. And the schedule just makes it really, really hectic. So uh, the plan is to get some more um, interviews in. I've got a bunch of people who are patiently waiting for me to be able to schedule some time with them and chat about their design lives. Uh, But in the meantime, there's been a few things happening in my own design life that I think will hopefully uh, help people as I talk through and sort of explain Uh, what I've been working on and why I've been working on what I've been working on. So I have, um, I guess I haven't technically entered yet, but uh, I am in the process of entering two board game design contests. Um, uh, One of them I was uh, looking at even a couple weeks ago, which is the small stout box uh, contest from the Game Crafter. Uh, where basically you have to design within the constraints of it has to fit in this very particular box and have, you know, very particular components. I really like the way that they've discussed the components in that they're looking for some really um, as sustainable as possible when it comes to uh, components. So using some cardboard, some wood, using some things that, um, that, that hopefully are um, you know, maybe they don't fix the world, but maybe they don't add too much problems to it. And um, I'll get back to talking about that one in a second. But uh, the one that I just, I'll say finished, uh, no game is ever <laughs> done until it's published and even then still, but uh, the game that I've been working on and, and have to a, a point now where I've set up the print and play files and the um, and the rule book is a game called Freelance a lot, or Freelance a lot. Uh, in this game, it is uh, through Button Shy, who uh, are you know famous for making these really cool um, card uh, games. So they're they're specifically famous for these sort of eighteen card games. Uh, one of their last contests was an eighteen card legacy game. Uh, and I watched the video for the winning game, and it is absolutely stunning. I mean, it's such a cool idea. Um, and this one in particular is an 18-card RPG. Uh, so you're allowed uh, up to three pages of rules, one sheet that they can print out, which in my case is going to be a character sheet, uh, and then 18 cards. And I created uh, an RPG called, again, Freelance A Lot or Freelance A Lot. Uh, The idea is that it takes sort of the 
common dungeon crawler and puts it in a in a digital worker world. So you are a freelancer uh, who works on projects, etc. And so you have these campaigns, which are some of the things that we encounter in everyday life. Uh, you have quests, which are specific projects that you're working on. And you have monsters, which are some of the clients that are sort of uh, getting in your way in some ways. And I won't go into it too, too much because uh, I, I want you to play it. Um, in fact, maybe I'll add the print and plays in the, um, in the notes uh, for this episode. But the idea was uh, I spent uh, a, a lot of time the last probably week and a half working on that. And it was a game idea I'd had for a while. It had had some slightly different variations. Um, but I'd been working on this concept for quite a while. And so I, I knew that it fit really well into what they were looking for for this contest. And I say it that way because let's contrast that with my other game. So the small box contest... Um, I came up with an idea and it's been an idea that's been in my head for a, a long time. I have always wanted to make um, a time travel game. It's a, a it's the holy grail game for me um, to make something that captures time traveling really well. Uh, I haven't played a good time travel game. I haven't played a lot of time travel games, but the games that I have tried, um, I just haven't really loved. And the game I haven't played yet, which is uh, generally considered to be the, the game that that best captures the, the essence of time travel, is Anachrony. And uh, I haven't had a chance to play it yet. I have a good friend who has the big box and... Uh, once we're able to see people uh, in person, the idea is we're gonna we're gonna sit down and give Anachrony a go, which I'm I'm pretty excited for. But in the meantime, I, I've had this idea for a while of um, of this time travel game, and I had the the dumbest reason for thinking that it would fit into this, which was if you take the dimensions of the box, the box is a, a four by six box. If you put um, one inch uh, chits basically all around the outside, it's 24, it's 24 hours in a day. I came up with this whole concept that, you know, okay, well, as you go through, that's a day, you can add time portals. And I really tried really hard to work the theme and all of that into the design. And I came up with something that was workable. Um, it, it had, the purpose was there. It had an objective. It had something you were trying to do. Um, as usual, I, I went a little bit overboard in terms of a couple of different um, aspects. Uh, you know, I have a tendency to add too much into a game at first. So I added, okay, we'll add some asymmetry and hidden objectives and all this kind of stuff. And it had a whole bunch of things in it. And there were some things I really liked about it, but the middle uh, was really giving me a lot of trouble. So I knew what I wanted you to do. I knew sort of how I could, how I could express that in a game what I really couldn't figure out was, okay, well, how do you actually do that, though? 
And I started really struggling through some of the mechanics of it and, and just started going through it. And um, I had this sort of very, very sudden realization um, two days ago. It was uh, after dinner. I was uh, watching The Stand, um, which I enjoy sort of, but also I wouldn't recommend watching a, um, a heavy uh, world-ending apocalypse series during uh, a global pandemic. Maybe not the best for mental health. Um, but I was watching it and I was thinking about my game. You know, it always kind of pops into my head um, pretty constantly. And as I was sitting there, I all of a sudden, I, I popped open Discord and I went on to one of the, the servers I'm on. And I said, I think I might hate a game that I'm making. And so one of the things I've really loved about uh, a couple of the servers I'm on uh, my own, uh, but also heavyweight championship playtesting, uh, break my game, tabletop mentorship group. There's a there's a bunch of really awesome, button shy. Uh, there's a bunch of awesome servers that I'm a, a member of, and what I've really loved is the willingness of people to talk through things. And so I had a couple people sort of say, um, you know, <laughs> do do you need to talk this out? And so I started to talk it out, and. I first came up with that there were four potential problems with uh, my board game. Um, one was that it was more complex than I was really giving it credit for, and it would take more time than I currently had to do. Um, the contest is September 30th, I believe, is the ending date. And it is a full-fledged game, you know, where the button-shy 18-card RPG relies on, all right, do you have a good idea? Do you have some mechanics? Do you have a theme? Does, does it all work? Maybe you don't have art. Maybe you do whatever. It really relies on the game. Uh, the, the, this particular contest for the Game Crafter is expected to be you have a, a game that is ready to, to go. Like, we could push play on this right now and, and sell it if we needed to. And so you know, it's a pretty serious endeavor. And uh, so number one was, you know, maybe I don't have time to, to figure this out yet. Um, the, the second potential problem with this was maybe, um, I, maybe I just don't have the skills yet to figure this out. Um, maybe I'm trying to squeeze this into a space it doesn't really belong in. Uh, which was one of my big fears. And then the fourth and final one was maybe I'm a terrible game designer and I'll never accomplish anything. Uh, <laughs> and so these were the four things I was sort of um, thinking through. And, and what I really came down to was that there were two issues with this particular game. So the first issue was that it's not a, it's a small box game. I could, I could definitely make it in the physical component size that we're talking about, but it's not a, it's not a little game. It's a, it's a pretty big, heavy game, which means it, it doesn't really match the theme that um, the contest is looking for in terms of who the sponsor of the contest is. It's not really one of their games. And so we ended up with that as one of the first problems, which is, well, you can't just wedge a game into a contest that way. And the second part of it 
was that it's, it's going to take quite a while to work through this. And so I, I, you know, I really came to the conclusion that uh, this was not the game for uh, this particular contest. And what I really realized was this is a, a grail game for me. And I've had a few people ask me what I mean by grail game. And so I want to clarify it for people so that we're all talking about the same thing. Your grail game is the thing that you, you know, that you really want to pursue. It's the holy grail of games for you. And most designers have in them maybe one, maybe more uh, grail games, which are, you just really want to make that game. You know, for me, it's probably time travel. That That's the game I want to make. I want to make an incredible time travel game. That's my, that's where the, the grail sits for me. For some people, it's that they want to make, you know, a, a great deck builder. For some people, it's they want to approach a, a particular theme or whatever the case may be. But uh, for me, th this is this does really represent uh, a, a grail game. Um, and what I realized was I was just trying to wedge this game into this contest because it would force me to work on the game, and I really wanted to work on that game. Uh, but what I had to really come to the conclusion of was this is not the game for this contest at all. It's, it's not even close. And so I took a, a bit of a, a bit of a step back and that can be really challenging and really frustrating because what it, what it brings to mind is, am I any good at this at all? Um, you know, that's, that's a question that you, you come up against in this, which is maybe I'm just a terrible, terrible game designer. And there's a big part of me that doesn't believe that. And there's a smaller part of me that 100% believes that and probably always will. Um, you know, I, I think I could publish several games and I would still sort of think to myself, like, maybe you squeak those ones out. Maybe it was a fluke. And that's, that's a problem that I have um, that I think a lot of a lot of designers can identify with in certain ways. Imposter syndrome is real. And so what I what I really had to think about was, okay, no, you can design games. You have designed games. Some of those games have been really fun. You've enjoyed them. Your friends have enjoyed them. You've gotten good feedback. So you're a game designer and you're probably actually a, a decent game designer. Um, so I had to take a step back and, and decide on a couple of different things. Number one, was I going to um, leave the contest entirely? Like, did I want to work on this game so bad that I should walk away from the contest and, and just work on this game? And the answer was no. Uh, I need some smaller games right now to be working on. Um, you know, I've got two that are in play testing. I've got a third that, that I'm entering into the uh, 18 card RPG contest. I did want a fourth game and I wanted it to be this particular game because even though I have to come up with the final, final game for it all, it is a relatively small and easier um, concept than, than some bigger games might be. So I definitely wanted to enter this, um, this particular contest. And so I took a step back. I've been doing this really cool, inspired by Emma Larkin's um, game design challenge for myself this year, which is 
in 2021, I will come up with 365 game ideas. And they don't have to be full-fledged. In fact, most of them are nothing more than a, a pun I liked and maybe a simple mechanic or something or a simple theme. But um, I have to come up with one a day. And uh, I'm at, I think, 168 right now. I've, I've had to post, I think I'm on day 138 of the year. Um, so I, I've got a bunch of games. So I, I looked at it and said, okay, go through your games. Look at what you've got. And go through your games looking at them through the lens of what would really work? Um, what would be possible for this, uh, for this particular assignment? And so I, I went through and I made a, I made a little note on, on Airtable, which is the app I use, to put a tag in if I thought it would work for the small box contest. And I ended up with 20 games. Now, obviously, I can't make 20 games by September 30th, so I had to do some more refining. So I wrote down what each of those games really was at its core, um, how I thought they would work, and, uh, and you know, what I really thought was, um, was most suitable. Um, and I just, you know, started to think through it all. And I was able to, you know, pretty quickly eliminate five, six, seven, eight, kept going, eliminated more. And in the end, out of the 20 games that I eliminated, I came up with five that I thought could potentially work for this. Where not only could I make this game into a small box game, but I should make this into a small box game. One of the uh, factors that I was trying to work out through this was uh, that there's part of their rubric is an interesting use of the box. Uh, so it's not just this is the box things come in, but how does the, the box help you make this game? And so I wanted to use the box in certain ways. So whether it was as part of a board, whether it was some place with a discard where stuff goes, where stuff's drawn from something, I wanted to figure out a way to make use of the box. So I went through those games, um, that those 20, and I came up with the five where I thought, yeah, okay, there's a game I can make with the size and the components that we're talking about that is the right game for this audience. And further that... Um, that it uses the box in a, in a unique way. And so I started going through those. And um, it, it was pretty cool to look at those and I ended up with five. And so I took those five and I wrote a, I have a bunch of uh, moleskin, like very small, they're little tiny notepad style moleskins. And I use those for game design um, because number one, I can use them pretty much anywhere. They're, they're small enough. and. Number two, it forces me to, to do game design in places other than, oh, I'm sitting at my desk doing whatever work. I really wanted to have that flexibility with them and, and these work for that. So I went through and uh, I went through the list and um, went through those five and I wrote a one page um, for each one. So what's the objective of the game? What are you trying to do? What are maybe a few mechanics or a few things that happen during the game? What's the objective? What are the end conditions? How might you use the box? A little bit of sketching around how you might use the box in a certain way or what layout might look like. And um, 
I came up with these with these five uh, games for it, and I'll go over them briefly here now, not in crazy detail. Uh, one was originally called Passport, and the idea was you would travel the world getting passport stamps, um, and so that was that was one of them that would work for this. Um, another one is called Two Scoops, where you run an ice cream parlor. Uh, it's a two-player competitive game where you're each running an ice cream parlor. So that was number two. Number three is concierge, so you are running a hotel where a bunch of people who do not like each other are trying to stay, and you're basically trying to make it so that the hotel runs smoothly. Uh, Purple Meeple Eaters, which is a game where you are uh, eating meeples, and you're trying to eat very particular meeples, so that was uh, number four. And number five was an urban design game where you're trying to build a, a great city. Uh, and in, in particular, not just like a SimCity 2000, I want to build the, that's showing my age there, not just some sort of SimCity, okay, I want to build a, big, a great big city, but um, specifically with some urban design philosophy in mind. Um, and that one was called Sprawl. And so I wrote a one-pager for each of those, and that's kind of where I'm at. You know, through that one-pager, I did start to, um, to think through them a little bit, to start to think critically about what I could do with each one, how I felt about them. Um, and uh, a couple of them, I, I think I've sort of already decided, okay, they're not quite that. Um, I think Purple Meeple Eaters in particular, there's, I, I like the game idea, but I think it's probably a, it's not a small box game. I think it's something much bigger that I'd like to build, um, that I've got some ideas for. And, um, the Passport one, uh, maybe there's, there's questions as to how it would work, but, um, you know, a, a couple of them in particular, uh, Concierge, uh, Sprawl, and, um, Two scoops are three games that I've I'm starting to feel you know pretty good about. So, what's the plan now? Uh, what do you do when you've got five game ideas or maybe three game ideas and you've got to make a game? Uh, well, what I've decided is I'm gonna likely run with one of those ideas. Um, the idea is I'm going to start to make one of those, and if I get to the end and I've made that game and I feel really great about it awesome. Um, if I don't feel great about it, still awesome. It'll still probably enter the contest because I would like to just start to get into some contests. Um, and the dream is I finish really quickly because things go really, really well. And then I make game number two on the list and game number three on the list and maybe get all the way up to five. Uh, I don't anticipate that. I don't think that you can make a game this fast that's that good. Um, so my, my hope is that, you know, within those few months I can, I can make one great game. Um, and if I can squeeze out a couple of good games along the way, then, then cool. But, um, yeah, the, the, the reason I sort of wanted to talk about it today, you know, number one, I, I do really want to keep, um, you know, a solid weekly cadence of the podcast coming out. I, I had such grandiose visions when my kids were in school, um, that I'd have time to be doing a little more recording. And, you know, right now I'm just watching my son play basketball outside, masked, 
um, and hoping that it lasts and, and he doesn't come in and, and suddenly break up the whole thing. But um, I want to put it out for that reason. But the, the other reason is that I've had a lot of conversations people lately with people talking about how do they come up with ideas or how do they manage the ideas they have? What do they do when an idea fails? What do they do when they're struggling with an idea? And I really had a big struggle with this because one of my concerns, one of those four issues that I was sort of talking about that I, that I didn't really say exactly was one of my questions was, are you just being a big baby and a quitter? Like, you know, am I just, am I getting to the hard part and quitting because it's hard? And, you know, that's okay. First off, that's, that's fine. But I wanted to know if that's what I was doing. I wanted to know if I was giving up on this project because the project was wrong or because it was hard and I didn't want to do something that was hard. Doing hard things is hard. And I, I don't have a lot of mental energy right now. You know, there's a lot being used by online learning in another language on systems I don't understand. There's a lot being used on you know, planning for a future when a future cannot really clearly be planned. Um, you know, getting my vaccine next week. Um, you know, not seeing my mom who's who's far away. And, you know, today in the midst of all this, waiting for news on my friend who was taken to the hospital because he's got COVID and he's not doing well. And so a lot of that stuff is is weighing heavily on me. And there was a concern I had around are you just giving up because things are hard? And I don't want to do that. Number one, because I, I don't want to do that. And number two, because I don't want to teach that to my kids. I don't want other designers to look at that and go, okay, just give up whenever anything gets difficult. I really wanted to push through if I could. But what I realized was that I was, I was pushing through for the sake of pushing through. I was pushing through because I didn't want it to look like I was giving up. And and uh, so rather than it just be, okay, I gave up, it's no, I, I actually put in the work. I did some more planning, some more thinking, and I'm coming out the other side with a, with a solution. And that's what I really wanted people to take away from this. Um, so a couple of things. Number one, uh, if you haven't heard of it yet, I would really recommend checking out uh, button shy's contests i think ongoing i'll probably be entering more of their 18 card uh, contests because i think that it those sorts of really really strict constraints i think put a a lot of um, they make you really do the work in your head as a designer and so i really love that and uh, i'll probably be entering as many of the game crafter ones as i can as well and, and part of that's because um you know at, at the end of the game crafter one you're left with, you know, really something you can sell. So, you know, part of this is, you know, maybe you, you walk away from it with a publishing deal. Um, but part of it is just, okay, well, you, you, you could sell this game on Game Crafter. And uh, I would like to get a few games out there where, you know, you can pick them up if you really wanted to. And, um, you know, so those some things. So if you're someone who really wants to challenge yourself, uh, contests are a great way to do it. The other way I'd recommend doing it is some kind of game design challenge. Um, you know, the one I'm doing is pretty aggressive. Uh, a game a day for the entire year, uh, you know, conceptually is a lot. Um, I've heard of other ones where it's, you know, one print and play prototype a month 
or one game idea a week. And I think all those things are really good. I think that the challenge itself doesn't matter. What matters is that you give yourself a challenge and, you know, be willing to put some constraints on it. So um, there's a few challenges I've looked at where, you know, each week you have to use a different component or a different piece of something or, you know, all, all these sorts of things that are always some sort of different challenge. So make a you know, make a game without dice, make a game with only dice, make a game without cards, make a game with just cards, you know, the, these sorts of things. I think any time that we can challenge ourselves as designers, um, it's a good thing. And what I will stress is, you know, maybe you come out the other end with a finished game and a finished product. That's really cool. That's, that's great. That's awesome. Maybe you don't. Um, but I'm a big proponent of just, you know, use your brain a little bit and, uh, and see what, what it does. Um, you know, just, just using your brain alone, whether you end up with something at the end is a, is a good way to do things. And so I'd really recommend that you challenge yourself, um, you know, in the coming week or month or whatever the case may be challenge yourself to uh to get creative to to be thinking and uh hopefully we'll be back next week with a um with a, a new designer other than myself that you can listen to and uh other than that keep making games keep thinking about games and um we'll see you next week <laughs>